Hi, welcome to a Simplified and Fabulous Mom Life podcast. I'm Jennifer McDaniel, pro organizer, capsule wardrobe stylist, and functional home designer. As a mom of four, I realize how quickly things get out of control and how important it is to prioritize how your home functions and how it makes you feel. So if you're ready to find solutions to the stressors in your home and make room for the things that are really important, listen in and let's get started. Hey guys, as we're dealing with spring break time around here, I started thinking about the snack drawer that I have for my kids and just the kids drawer that we have set up. So I don't have a snack drawer anymore, but I do in most of my clients' houses. If they have extra drawers, we turn it into a snack drawer. We put bars like granola bars and little smaller items in there. If it's a shallow drawer and if it's the deeper ones, I absolutely love doing like the all the snacks for the kids in one drawer, like whatever they're available to have. But at my house, we keep it pretty simple. Um, we don't have a lot of prepackaged food for my kids. We have mostly fruits and vegetables. I usually do like a, I don't know, hummus and veggies and fruits and different things like that. My kids make smoothies a lot in the afternoons. Even my eight-year-old makes his own smoothies and things like that for my kids. But I was just reminded of how much we have to think about things when your kids are going to be home and we have our own responsibilities. We're working, we're trying to make things work um, for the kiddos so they can do things on their own and be a little bit more independent. And I had a couple of questions come across on some Facebook groups and things that I was just kind of reminded about those younger years when I had toddlers, (laughs) like multiple toddlers. Life was a lot different with multiple toddlers than it is with just an almost five-year-old lot different. (laughs) But when I was thinking about that, I thought about how I've done when I've organized kitchens, when they had young children, I always try and make an area where the kids can reach their dishes, make it so that they can get to their own stuff. In my kitchen, we have three drawers just beside the pantry between, so the refrigerator and pantry are beside each other. And then across from that gap in the kitchen, there's an exit there. There's three drawers. The bottom one's really deep and we keep the the blender that the kids use and that's in the bottom drawer with the little parts and then we have in the back of that drawer we have some straws and different things like disposable stuff I don't it's at the very back they don't use it very often the next drawer has their kid cups plastic bowls whatever that sort of thing for them to use all the time like they can go and get that easy fill up their water in the refrigerator right there like two steps. Like I said, in the kitchen organization one, it's literally two steps for the kids' dishes to the water. And then, um, and then the drawer above that has the kids' utensils, plastic utensils, the straws, the lids for the cups. Those are in there. I, I had them in the other drawer with the cups before, but they don't use them as often. So they're up in the top drawer and we keep it simple. Now, when I have bars and kids' snacks and things like that, they go on the bottom shelf in the pantry. Anything in the top baskets in my pantry, they have to ask for. Like those are the new bags of chips. Check for the bottom baskets first. Those have the open bags of chips. I don't usually keep chips long enough to put them in a container, but other things like granola and cereals and random things like that, I will, if I get those, I will put those in a container instead of having them in the box because then you think you have a lot and you open the box and there's like some crumbs in there. That drives me crazy. <laughs> so I don't do that. But I do keep the um, the bags of chips and we just kind of roll them up, put a paper clip, 
not a paper clip, a clothespin on them and put those in the bottom basket for the kids. Sometimes I'll put them in a mason jar with a little plastic lid instead of the metal lid that's too hard for my toddler to get open. But I just keep it really simple. And then when I have, we have apples and some of the mandarin oranges, those are all right there. And then in the fridge, they have their different things. And we have all the, all the things we need for our charcuterie board pretty much any afternoon. So we can make that. I don't very often right now, <laughs> but I should. I have all the things for it and they love that and they do eat it often. What we've been, um, what we've been doing lately is just, I, my kids are older. My, even my eight-year-old, my five-year-old wants to, but she doesn't, um, like make eggs and things like that. So they all can do all of the things, make a grilled cheese sandwich or even make mac and cheese and whatever kind of specifics that they want for themselves. <laughs> they are fully capable of making that. They do a lot of PB&Js and things like that when they're, you know, home in the afternoons. They want to make that in between lunch and dinner or breakfast and lunch even. <laughs> they often have a PB&J at 10 o'clock <laughs> in the morning. But I wanted to like just talk to you about how to make it simple. So what I choose to do is either a cabinet. I've done this in every kitchen that I've had my entire parenting life. <laughs> we open up one cabinet or drawer for the kids to play in or for their dishes. You know, when you have that crawling to one and a half, two years old baby, they're going to go through stuff in the kitchen no matter how many times you try and distract them with something, they are going to go into the kitchen with you and they are going to go in a cabinet or a drawer or climb on the shelf and just knock stuff off. They want to just explore and look at stuff and move stuff around. It's just throw stuff on the floor. They just love throwing things on the floor. <laughs> so I made it easy. I put a, it, at one stage, we had a drawer that had toys in it at the bottom so they could play with those in the kitchen. Um, at another point we had like the magnetic letters and like a, a leapfrog little magnetic sound thing that taught letters and words and things like that, that we put on the dishwasher, not on the refrigerator because <laughs> I didn't want to get hit in the face, but on the dishwasher that worked really, really well. And they weren't in my way when I was cooking. So bonus there. Think about that. If your dishwasher is magnetic, <laughs> use that instead of the fridge. But I wanted to keep it really easy for the kids and I wanted to keep it really simple. So it needs to be something that's bigger pieces that's easy to pick up and throw back in the drawer. It doesn't have to be neat. I love using cups for the kids. So when I had my third and fourth kids, we just used the kid cups and just stacked them, the kid bowls, and we would stack them up and then they would bowl and knock them over. Like use stuff you already have. You don't need to buy more things. Just go use what you already have. Find stuff that's kids safe and have them, let them play with it. They love playing with boxes and trash. So just save a couple of cereal boxes and throw them, throw them in the drawer and let them play with that next time. <laughs> but I just wanted you to think about like, is there a space in your kitchen that you can make kid friendly either for snacks or for, um, dishes or something. So your kids can be independent because they want to, they want to do the things that they're able, that, that you do. They want to be learning and with you and helping. They, they want that. They have that drive. So encourage that, please. You will be thankful that your kids are capable of doing things. My 15 year, she's almost 15. Her friends were talking to her about how they didn't know how to make something really simple like macaroni and cheese. She's like, seriously, you don't even know how to make it. I can make it from scratch, like literally from scratch, not the pasta, but the rest of it. I can do all of that with 
the flavors and everything. And like she can make a whole lot of different things and bake all kinds of things, but she can make real meals as well. Like a lot of girls learn to bake, but they don't learn how to cook. And there's a real difference in that, like a real difference. <laughs> but she can make pie crust from scratch to make a chicken pie and like all kinds of things, as well as make eggs and basic, you know, easy and expensive things. So when she goes to college, she will be able to survive with good nutritious food instead of just, you know, who lives off ramen in college, like ramen doodles. I can't eat them. They hurt my stomach. But I know my husband and lots of other college students lived on stuff like that. And I just, I just can't even with it for me. I want the veggies. I want the fruits. (laughs) That's what I want. Um. But I want to make sure that I'm teaching my kids how to make good choices and to know what things are healthy for them and what things are not healthy for them and also help them to make, uh, make things like they can all use the George Foreman grill. Not my five-year-old, like not my four-year-old. She's not allowed to use the George Foreman grill, (laughs) but my eight-year-old is, and he was allowed to when he was seven because he learned from, he's like, my toddler is already learning, like my my four-year-old, she's already learning how to use things in the kitchen. She's learning how to be careful around the hot pan. Tonight she was getting, I made some potatoes, uh, some roasted potatoes, and she was getting them out of the pan with her fork. So she was stabbing them and then scraping them on her bowl to pull, you know, to get them off of the fork. She was doing it probably about less than 10 minutes after they came out of the oven. So they had been out for a little while, but it was still definitely going to be warm to the touch. But she knew that and she was being very careful and I was right there watching her, but I encourage her to try. I encourage her to try. And I see so many parents that just jump up and try and do it for their kids all the time. And then you have 10 year olds that still want you to slice up their meat for them and want you to do all these things for them that they really should be capable of doing on their own. You know, they don't need you to make their peanut butter and jelly sandwich for them when they're 12 years old. They should be able to make that on their own as an easy thing. Let them do that and make it for you as well. They will be glowing with delight. They will be so proud of themselves if you let them do that. I've done that with mine since they were really young. Just let them make something for me. Like my seven-year-old before he turned eight. So he just turned seven at the end of the month. But um, he was making food. He came, like, I came in from picking something up or came back from work and he was here with my daughter and he had made omelets for everybody. Omelets. Yes. With veggies and different things in there. Like really, I'm impressed. Really impressed. Like he did that all on his own. I didn't teach him how to do that. I don't hardly ever make omelets, but he did. And it was so cute and it was really good. So I want to just encourage you Give your kids access to things. Let If you have an out of the fridge, you know, an outside dispenser or like put stuff where it's easy for them. I started buying half gallon sized uh, milk so that it was easier for my kids to pour cereal or pour milk for whatever they were using it for. And I want, I want to make sure that we're teaching our kids how to do things that they may need to learn, know how to do in life. Like make a sandwich. That's an easy thing. They can do that from two years old, probably like, I don't even know how long Dylan and Joey have been doing that (laughs) a really long time. Like I can't even remember how long. And it's, it's just like part of life. Like as soon as they were able to, they were using the table knives. Like, yes, let them, let them help you cut the vegetables in the kitchen. 
They love it. And then they're more willing to try it when it's cooked in their food. Let them help you pour the stuff into the pot. Like, let them. They love it. And it makes them more excited about trying the foods. If you have picky eaters, work with them. And also cut the veggies up super duper tiny so they can't find them in their food. (laughs) That's another trick. So let them cut them and then you dice them up extra tiny so they can't even find them. I mix all kinds of vegetables in my pasta sauce. Like if I'm making spaghetti, there's all kinds of veggies hidden in there. A lot of times I'll put it in the chili. I'll mix in spinach and kale and all kinds of stuff in there. Smoothies too. Like I hide that stuff as much as possible. Get it in there. Let them eat it. (laughs) They love it so much. Uh, If they don't know, it's in there too. If you have picky ones, like sneak it in there and make it really fun. Put that lettuce on the sandwiches. Like put some spinach and different things on their sandwich. Like they want a turkey sandwich. Okay, put some lettuce in there. Get that green age in there. That green food, the colorful veggies. Make sure they're eating those. It's so much healthier. And they love it. And another thing that I love to do We had a kid over here. I don't remember who it was. And we were just doing it because it's just part of our life. Like, we just do this. Um, And I had a apple corer. Like, it does the, it like peels it and then it cores it and slices it at the same time. And we call it apple spaghetti. So this, when it peels it, it turns it into this like extremely long spiral, like slinky like thing. And then my kids are like devouring. Everybody wants the apple spaghetti, which is the skin strings. <laughs> and so I had this kid over here. I I don't know. We were just eating it and their mom was here and they just were eating away at that apple spaghetti. And their mom was like, oh my gosh, my kid's never eaten the peel before. That's incredible. You got him to eat the peel. It's like, this thing was like seven bucks. Yes. Get the thing. Get your kids to eat the veggies. Like they were all like, I want the next one. I want the next one. No, I wanted that one. It was longer. Like they were having so much fun with it and just eating it all up and have fun with your kids. Like let them help in the kitchen, do some fun things. It doesn't take a lot and it's not hard. And it's so much healthier when they're eating the veggies and the stuff that you try and hide. But I want you guys to try and do something fun this week, uh, this month, like make a point to really try to make the kitchen easy for your kids. Do something to help them or involve them in what you're doing in the kitchen. All right. I hope you guys have a good day and enjoy this episode. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Simplified and Fabulous Mom Life podcast. We would love to hear from you. Our podcast hotline for U.S. is 980-389-0399. You can share your tips and tricks, topic suggestions, ask questions, and let me know if we should answer any of these on the air. For other ways to connect, you can reach us at jmorganizingspaces.com. Thanks for listening to this episode. Did I say it right?